This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. song at a time it's a hockey night in your city it is that time of the year again it is october hockey fans and that means that you can expect some hockey content on the sports for beginners podcast if you're a young hockey fan but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena well we've got you covered we'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast, so don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Penguins 4, Wild 3, The Flower, Marc-Andre Fleury back in the Berg. Start the intro. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. I'm PPG for PGH, and you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins Nation, what's up, Minnesota Wild fans? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Penguins Post Game, Game 30 of 82 
and our 30th broadcast of Penguins postgame this season. Penguins 4, Wild 3, and one of the big questions people would be asking is, why didn't Marc-Andre Fleury start? Here's the Here's the good here's the thing that we need to know. And by the way, we will not include this game that happens tonight for the Wild in the Wild's next 5 games. But the Wild are on a back-to-back, which means they play tonight. So, what does the head coach of the Minnesota Wild do, with that being the case? Well, in what most likely could have been Marc-Andre Fleury's final time back in Pittsburgh, he gives Fleury the bench. Instead, what does that it what does that send Penguins fans to do? Well, it does this. It sends them to the point where they were, where they're all out on Marc Andre Fleury. Now, I wasn't at this game in the Berg, but I was actually watching it or trying to watch it. And what I was getting from people on X, or rather Penguin reporters that post on social media, is we want flurry chant were breaking out a couple of times but i mean why not the fan base of pittsburgh really enjoys and i guess you could say appreciate the flower in mark andre flurry Heck, I wouldn't have been surprised if he did start. But head coach of Minnesota Wild John Hines he says well, we got another game against Boston On Tuesday, so why would we risk Mark Andre Fleury against Pittsburgh on Monday when we're going to play again on Tuesday? Against Boston. Speaking of Boston, they play again against Boston, this time at home. On Saturday, more on that 
in the next five games for Minnesota in our final segment. But as we kick start, as we kick start the opening segment, it's time to get into the scoring summary. As mentioned in previous programming, we are doing things a little bit differently, which means in a two-part opening segment, we'll start with our scoring summary. Then, in the second segment, we'll move right to the penalty summary. Uh, Our second part of the opening segment, we'll move right to the opening We will move right on in to the penalty summary, rather. Followed immediately by the three stars and the game stats. From there, we'll kick into that middle segment and then we'll kick it into the final segment. So with all that being said, Let's get to this because we got a game to recap on Thursday between the Pens and the Canes. Let's get to it, shall we? We will be looking at the game's On Monday, minus the Penguins win, when we get to our NHL recap later in the program. Philip Gustafson gets the start for the Wild in this game. And his record with this loss is 8-8-2. Eight, eight, and two. Despite what went down with Tristan Jari against Toronto on Saturday, Mike Sullivan goes to Alex Nedeljkovic. And Nedeljkovic, who would get the start, His record with the win, 4-2-1. and one. The game-winning goal, the GWG, goes to Sidney Crosby, the captain. Speaking of which, we might just do the play of the game right out, right out of the gate. We might just do the play of the game right out of the gate, but... Let me run this recap here for you. The Pittsburgh Penguins went a month between power play goals, a funk that sent them plummeting toward the bottom of the Eastern Conference. They preached patience, even as they searched for answers and, more importantly, goals. 
The goals finally finally started to come. The goals are finally starting to come. The wins too. Well, that is the truth. All right, scoring summary time. We begin in the first period with Riley Smith scoring goal number eight on the season. Seven minutes and 39 seconds in. Valtteri Pustadin scores his third assist of the season. Marcus Pedersen, seventh assist of the season. But hold on, there's some history to this. Hold on. Hold everything. Wait, 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 why are we holding it? Why are we holding everything? Why are we holding? Well, here's why. Why are we holding everything? Well, first of all, Marcus Pedersen with the assist in that game on Monday night, last night, with the assist, he has now hit the 100 assist mark milestone. With the assist. On the goal. By Riley Smith. Smith's eighth goal of the season. And with the secondary assist, Marcus Pedersen hit the 100 assist milestone. Congratulations, Marcus. Oh. 
Actually, I'm going to save this for later, but you're probably listening to this. I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know if you will be listening to this, enjoying a delicious Big Mac from any local Pittsburgh McDonald's restaurant. But Sidney Crosby. grabbed everybody in Pittsburgh, all Penguins fans, even in Pittsburgh, free Big Mac. On a little thing they like to call the Big Mac attack. But that ain't all. Pens fans, Jake scored. Penguins fans, Jake scored. So you know what that means by the time you're listening to this. Whenever you may be listening to it. You know what that means. Jake shakes are half off at the milkshake factory in Pittsburgh. Speaking of which, Jake got us started in the second period, but after 20 minutes, it's the Penguins 1 and the Wild 0. 36 seconds in, 36 seconds into the game's second period. And hello, Neil Walker's in the house. A Pittsburgh Pirate is in the house. And I just got to go share my screen with this goal here. This is a goal by Jake Gensel. His 14th of the year, assisted by Eric Carlson, EK65. That's Eric Carlson's 16th. Assist of the season. Sidney Crosby on the assist as well. Secondary assist for Crosby. His 15th assist of the season. And it's a PPG for PGH. The first of two PPGs for PGHs. Here is Neil Walker alongside the old two-niner, Phil Borg, and Josh Getzoff.
Now, this might seem like the play of the game, but we're going to do it during the scoring summary because this is just a beauty. And listen to the call by Neil Walker. A Pittsburgh Pirate who was in the house when the game was going on. And also a reminder to Pirates fans, Pittsburgh Penguins fans have a have a little company joining them on Sportsnet Pittsburgh when we get to the summertime. Pirates will be joining Fortnet Pittsburgh in spring of 2024. Working, I always get asked, what's our favorite building to go to? What's our favorite city to go to? For you on the road with the Pirates, aside from Pittsburgh, obviously, what are your favorite spots? Yeah, one of my favorite spots is actually in, in, uh, in Denver. Uh, it's, it's kind of a sneaky, really cool town. Everything's downtown. The stadium is really, bang! Neil Walker has manifested a power play goal! Wow. Eric Carlson with a bullet, Jake Gensel got a tip, and the Pens are up 2-0. One-timer by Eric Carlson, ripping, ripping, and as he let this thing fly, it hit something on the way in. I'm not sure what it was, but this is a bomb, and it might have been Josh gets off the old 2-9er, Phil Borg, and Pittsburgh Pirates player, now who's in the broadcast booth, Neil Walker, on the call. And you know what? Guess what? That actually is our play of the game. We do the play of the game during the scoring summary. What are the odds of that? They're very, very slim. Very, very, very slim. Very, very, very slim. Jake Gensel scores. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? As much as I would love to say that Sid got the Big Mac, he not only got the Big Mac, But he got the assist with EK65, and Jake Gensel got the early goal on the Big Mac attack for the Penguins. Penguins go up 2-0, to zero, and Neil Walker, Josh Getzoff, and the old 2-9er Phil Borg had the call on the TV side. On Sportsnet Pittsburgh. All right. 
Continuing on here in the scoring summary in the second period, because the goals continued to come. Three minutes and 34 seconds later, Gino Machino gets in on the action here. He gets a goal, his 11th of the year. Valtteri Pustadin, second assist of the day of the night for Valtteri Pustadin. Marcus Pedersen, once again, with an assist. His eighth of the season. Oh, oh, by the way, after the first goal by Riley Smith, to put the Penguins in the lead early. We want flurry chance. Started breaking out. At PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Penguins go up 3-0. On the Malkin goal. And then 15 minutes and 6 seconds into the second period, Ryan Hartman puts the Wild on the board with his 8th goal of the season. Brock Farber with his 12th assist of the season. Mark Johnson, Mark Marcus Johansson with his 12th assist of the season. And just when you think the Penguins might go up 4-0, to zero, the Wilds say, hang on a second. We're not going to get shut out after you got shut out by Toronto on Saturday night. Speaking of that, we have Thomas with his thoughts in a Maple Leaf reaction. Of Leafs reaction to that game where the Penguins, I mean, I guess they flushed that taste out of their mouth after a couple days off and a game on Monday night. Actually, I should just say a day off and a game on Monday night. Because they win! The Maple Leaf, the Penguins win the game against their old friend, the Flower, and the ultimate prankster in Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, I should note, Ryan Hartman had to leave the game, and I do not believe he returned. But Jake Middleton would get the next goal in the second period, 17 minutes and 30 seconds in. And what was a 
Penguins 3, Wild 1 lead, a two-goal lead for the Penguins, becomes a one-goal lead for the for the Penguins. What was a two-goal lead becomes a one-goal lead. As now, as we wrap up the 40 minutes of play, after 40, it's the Wild 2 and the Penguins 3. To the regulation time period in period 3. And Vinny Letary and Vinny Letary blanks Alex Nadalkovich for his third goal of the season. At 5 minutes and 50 at 5 minutes and 33 seconds in third goal of the season for Vinny Letary. Hopefully I'm saying that right. My apologies in advance if I do not say it right. John Morrell with his third assist of the season and Damon Hunt with his first assist of the year. Well, you know, well, you know, well, you know, sometimes that assists or goals might not come until later in the year. And as was the case with Damon Hunt. And wouldn't you know it, with that goal, the Wild have tied it up. We're tied at 3-3 apiece. Or are we? Six minutes and 20 seconds later, in the third period, Sidney Crosby, the captain, puts the game away, puts the biscuit in the basket for his 18th goal of the year. Penguins now go up 4-3. to three, And it didn't come up as a highlight, but that would have been something if Alex Nedeljkovic did exactly what Tristan Jari did a couple nights ago at the end of November back in Tampa Bay. And that is score a goalie goal, but that quickly gets avoided. And of course, I should note that Philip Gustafson was pulled by by Wild head coach John Hines.
after Sid's power play goal, second power play goal for the Penguins, first and only goal of the night for Sid, his 18th goal of the season, Jake Gensel grabbing an assist on that goal, his, his 20th of the year. And Gino, speaking of guys with two goals, sorry, two assists in the game, Gino gets an assist in this game. Oh, sorry, never mind. Gino does not have a secondary assist here. Gino did not have a, another assist. He actually only had the assist on Crosby's goal, his 15th assist of the season. Valtteri Pustinen and Marcus Pedersen both combined for two assists each on Gino's 11th goal of the season in the second period early on. And on Riley Smith's 8th goal of the year, which kick-started, the game and gave Pittsburgh the early lead. One thing we will touch on before we take a break and get ready for the penalty summary, which leads to two power play goals for the Penguins, is our referees and linesmen. Referees for this game on Monday were Chris Rooney, and Kent and Kendrick Nicholson. For your linesmen, Ben O'Quinn and David Breeze Boyce were your linesmen. And those were your officials at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, PA on Fifth Avenue as it's referred to in the steel city of Pittsburgh. Quick reminder, after the penalty summary, we will get to our first feature of the program. which is our three stars. We'll find out who the three stars were on Monday. And even though the introduction says tonight, we'll find out who they were on Monday night. Because that's when the game went down on Monday, December 18th, 2023. We'll also get the game stats going. And with the play of the game already in the book. With the play of the game already in the book. Once we do game stats, we'll take another quick break. And then the middle segment will proceed. And coming up in that middle segment. Last thing I'll say before we take a break 
It's the shake of the game, the player of the game, as we call it. Followed by the Monday night recap. And then we will take a 30 second timeout. Get to game pucks of the game. And look ahead to the Wild and the Penguins next five games. For the Wild, not including their game against Boston tonight. You're listening to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. The Pittsburgh Penguins are recapped here. And we'll be right back. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank. Which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. Perfect two hours of fun-filled music. And she has so many great features. Sound of Music, Undercover, Foreign Exchange. Name that tune. And the big wheel that she spins. For who's that? Or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna t making your day brighter one song at a time. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me, and we welcome everyone back into Penguins Post Game. We welcome everyone back into Penguins Post Game. Now, we don't necessarily like to do the victory stuff for these ones because there's just there's there's games left. 
there's games left to play. There's games left to play. So, and also it's not week to week like it is for the NFL. So we got to go quick and furious. But if you're tuning into this on Tuesday, for Penguins fans right now, since the Penguins do not play again till Thursday, I want to say happy Victory Tuesday to you, Pittsburgh fans. All right, the three stars introduction got us going. Our penalty summary will be right there, but before we do that, let's actually take a look at our three stars since I opened up with the introduction as we came back. So your first, so your third star is a right winger for the Minnesota Wild, number 10, Vinny Letary, Letary, my apologies. My apologies, Vinny, if I pronounce your last name wrong. Uh, one goal, zero assists, zero plus minus, a total ice time of nine minutes and 30 seconds. Again, Vinny, my apologies if I pronounce your last name wrong. My apologies also to Valtteri Pustodin, if I pronounce your last name or your first name wrong. He is a right winger for the Penguins, number 48. And he is also on the three stars. He's your second star with 15 minutes of total ice time played. 15 minutes and 12 seconds of total ice time played. Plus one. Two assists and no goals for Valtteri Pustodin. And your first star for the for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And for this game, your first star from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Give it up, Pens fans, for your captain. Number 87, Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Is your first star. The captain is your first star of the game. One goal, one assist. Ooh-hoo. He finishes the game minus two, but, but, a nice time of total ice time for him, 22 minutes and four seconds. Yeah, I guess that's pretty good. Game stats coming up in just a second, but let's get to the penalty summary. We begin with Zach Bogustin. Bogustin. Two minutes for holding the stick. 18 minutes and 47 seconds into the first period. He would get 
Paul there. And that's the only penalty that would be called in the first period. So pretty clean period for the Penguins in the wild until the wild take that penalty at 18 minutes and 47 seconds into the first period. Reminder, Jake Gensel scored on the power play at 36 seconds into the second period. And of course, during that second period, the penalties would be five minutes and 42 seconds. Ryan Hartman, two minutes holding the stick. So once again, the Wild getting called for holding the stick. Chris Letang is in the game and he gets called at eight minutes and five seconds in. For interference. Two minutes for interference. Penguins will see Gino go to the bench once again. But this time for the first time in the game against Minnesota on Monday. He went into the box for tripping at 12 minutes and 18 seconds. And then at 18.52, he goes for roughing alongside Alex Alex G. Apologize, Alex, if I pronounce your last name wrong. Uh, Apologize in advance. Alex G. Alex, your last name might be a little hard for me to pronounce, so I'm just going to go with Alex G. Two minutes for holding. That's the third holding penalty that Minnesota has taken. They had two holding the stick penalties. And then they had another holding penalty. But that's their third holding penalty. That comes at 18 minutes and 52 seconds with Gino going to the box for roughing at that same time. Joel Erickson EK, 19 minutes and 25 seconds in. He's called for interference. Two minutes interference. To the third period we go, where the Wild would kick it off. Five minutes and 45 seconds in. With Karel Kaprizov getting called two minutes for high sticking. Ryan Hartman goes to the box again, this time at 7 minutes and 27 seconds into the third period. Two minutes for interference. A double minor handed out to Big Z, Radim Zahorna. At that same time of 7 minutes and 27 seconds, he gets called for high sticking. It's a double minor, which would send him out of the game. And the penalty would be served by Jansen Harkins. And the final penalty 
this one called to Minnesota. It will be called to Connor Dewar. Connor Dewar. Two minutes interference at 12 minutes and 21 seconds in. So interference penalties for Minnesota. They had two of them. One in the second period. Sorry, three of them. One in the second period. And two of them in the third. One to Ryan Hartman and one to Connor Dewar. Dewar, I should say. Penguins, one interference penalty in the second period. A high sticking penalty in the third. A tripping call. And a roughing call for the Penguins. So there we go. Penalty summary in the books. Game, play of the game is in the books as well. That was in the books in the opening of the opening segment. So let's get to game stats. We'll start with Minnesota here. Minnesota finishes the game with 27 shots on goal, out shooting the Penguins 27 to 30. They also out hit out hit the Penguins twenty uh ten to seven I should say. Penguins get the better of them in the faceoff circle thirty three to twenty four. The Wild go oh, go zero for three on the power play, spending fourteen minutes in the penalty box. They finished the game with 12 block shots, 5 takeaways, and 4 giveaways. Meanwhile, the Penguins finished the game 2 for 5 on the power play. Of course, they also have 30 shots on goal, 7 hits, and 33 faceoff wins. They spent 10 minutes in the penalty box and they finished the game with nine giveaways, nine takeaways, and 13 block shots. 13 blocked shots. And there you go. There is the game stats. Alrighty, coming up next in the middle segment, middle portion of the program. It's the shake of the game time. Plus, we'll take a look at the other games. 
going on on Monday. And then as mentioned in the final segment, the look ahead for the Wild and the look ahead for the Penguins with in between or before game pucks of the game. So we will take a quick time out. And when we return, the second feature of the program, plus what else was happening on Monday besides the Penguins and the Wild? You're listening to Penguins Postgame, and it returns right after this. I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! CNT Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game, everybody. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back to another edition of Penguins Post Game. Our 30th broadcast of Penguins Post Game, Penguins Hockey on Sports for Beginners. That was 
our second feature of the day for the recap the shake of the game and you know what that means right well it means it's time to get down to business and give out our player of the game it's a shake of the game now as i mentioned earlier on both penguin fans I'll just say this, Penguins fans got half off Jake Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Jake Shakes at the Milkshake Factory in Pittsburgh, which are half off today. And they also scored last night three Big Macs from their local Pittsburgh McDonald's retailers, or rather restaurants to be more specific. Now, before we get down to this, and before we get down to our recap, which is coming up in a second, or two. How does the Big Mac attack work? And why is it called that? Well, first of all, and this is how I understand it, during the second period, or whenever the Big Mac attack happens, during a Penguins hockey game, if the Penguins score during this attack, Everybody in Pittsburgh, all Penguins fans in Pittsburgh, at least this is how I understand it, will earn, no, 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 not earn, they will get a free Big Mac from their local McDonald's. And of course, I'm guessing there's some terms to it as well with the purchase of any drink. Speaking of the Penguins, and speaking of what we're about to get into, which is the shake of the game, we have some news from the Penguins. They just reported this. And they have reassigned forward Vinny Hinestroza and defenseman Ryan Shea to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. So Vinny Kinestroza and Ryan Shea have been reassigned to WBS Penguins. Their minor league team that resides in the AHL, the Amateur Hockey League. 
And that just came to us two minutes ago. All right. Let's get down to the scratches, shall we? We'll start with Minnesota and not playing for the Minnesota Wild in this game. Dakota Mirrors, Matt Zuccarello, and Jared Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Dakota, sorry if I am pronouncing your last name wrong. Same to you, Matt Zuccarello. I am uh, very, very sorry in advance if I pronounce your last names wrong. Meanwhile, the Penguins, who did they not play with? Let's find out, shall we? Not playing tonight for the Penguins, or in this case, playing on Monday for the Penguins. We're recapping this on Tuesday. Two of the guys we just mentioned. Vinny Hinostroza. Ryan Shea. And also, not playing. Was P.O.J. Pierre Oliver Joseph. All right, so who's going to get a shake of the game for this game? For this game, the shake of the game. Player of the game for the Minnesota Wild is going to go to Karel Kaprizov. No goals for Karel Kaprizov. One assist. One point. Plus one, three shots on goal for Karel Kaprizov. Only went to the box for for two minutes. Had a total ice time of twenty eight minute of twenty minutes and thirty and fifty eight seconds. No hits on the board for him and no block for Karel Kaprizov. Kaprizov. And lucky winner for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the shake of the game is Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Give it up for the goaltender. Alex Nedeljkovic. Alex Nedeljkovic, who gave up three goals against 
made 24 saves on 27 shots. They had a save percentage of 889 and played the full 60 minutes. And with that being said, the middle segment is wrapping up nicely here with the shake of the game in the rear view mirror. So now, courtesy of the NHL app, download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team all season long. We take a look at what else went down besides the Penguins beating the Wild 4-3 in Pittsburgh on Monday night. So, we need overtime in Dallas. And the Dallas Stars beat the Seattle Kraken 4-3 in Dallas. Again, that's the Dallas Stars on top of the Seattle Kraken. Wow. When I say it like that, I get the actual word of the team. Let me say that again. The Dallas Stars take down the Seattle Kraken. Kraken. Anyways, it's the Stars over the Kraken. Four to three in Dallas in overtime. Speaking of four to three, the Anaheim Ducks pick up a victory in Motown in Detroit. Four to three over the Red Wings. Another game needs overtime. This one between the Canadians and the Winnipeg Jets. And the Canadians. Come out on top of the Jets, three to two in overtime. Down in Winnipeg. And last but not least, the Calgary Flames come out on top of the Florida Panthers, three to one in Calgary. All righty, there you go. There's your Monday recap around the NHL. For Tuesday, and we'll do this again in the final segment. But for Tuesday, oh boy, we have 11 games on the slate, including Boston versus Minnesota. At 7 p.m., including the Wild at the Bruins, we've got the Maple Leafs host 
we've got the Maple Leafs hosting the New York Rangers at seven. The Flyers visit the Devils for a showdown at 7 p.m. Also at 7, the Sabres do battle against the Blue Jackets. The Golden Knights host the Hurricanes. And the Blues pay a visit to Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning. All of those games at 7 p.m. Eastern. At 7.30, Connor McDavid and the boys take on the Islanders and Casey Zizekas. In Long Island at 7.30 p.m. At 8 p.m. We've got a showdown between the Vancouver Canucks. And the Nashville Predators. Then at 8.30 p.m. The Colorado Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, are in the Windy City for a showdown with the Blackhawks. And at 9 p.m., the Senators are in the desert for a showdown with the Coyotes. In Arizona. From the desert to the shark tank we go for the late, late game. As the San Jose Sharks, the 9, 19, and 3 San Jose Sharks. Take on the 17, 6, and 4 Los Angeles Kings. At 10.30 p.m. That's in the late, late window. Once again, your 7 o'clock games. Flyers at Devils. Rangers at Maple Leafs. Bruins host the Wild. Blue Jackets visit the Sabres. Golden Knights visit the Hurricanes. And the Blues visit the Lightning. And I'll add to that 7 p.m. slate. At 7.30, the Oilers do battle against the Island against the Islanders. All right. Time for a quick word from Broadcast Map. 
when we return. We set up Wild and Bruin, which goes down tonight. Plus, we set up Penguins and Hurricanes. Last time the Penguins and the Hurricanes met in Raleigh, North Carolina, the Hurricanes took the Penguins down 4-2. to two. And that was just after the Penguins fell to the Devils, I believe, back in November. Let's double-check the November schedule here for the Penguins here before we take a break. Yes. Before the Hurricanes beat the Penguins in their last meeting, the Devils defeated the Penguins 5-2. to two. All right, so it's December. We're in 2023. Headed to 2024. But what's the story going to be this time? When the Canes and the Pens meet again. This time in Pittsburgh. We tee that up. As part of our next five games. Which is our look ahead. And we've got game pucks of the game. All when Penguins post game returns. After this short break from Broadcast Map. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't already, go check out Ali's conversation with host of the Now with Dave Brown podcast on AMI Audio and AMI TV Accessible Media. Incorporate it. Check in with him and Dave Brown, the host of the Now with Dave Brown podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts and available on AMI TV and AMI audio. Back after this from Broadcast Map. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali. Makara and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie.
looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game, everybody. Great, great ad there by Ali. And you know what? I mean, as a podcaster starting out, it's it's hard to believe that this is still my second half year doing this podcast, but it is. And you know what? We're learning. We're learning as we go. And that's the big thing that I take away from doing this. As I mentioned earlier, Ali had a conversation with the one, the only, Dave Brown, host of Dave host of the Now with Dave Brown podcast on AMI-audio and AMI-tv. Every morning, every weekday morning, I believe, on AMI-tv and AMI-audio. And also available wherever you listen to podcasts. But that's not all, because Ali's got, Ali's got conversations galore this week. If you've already checked out, now with Dave Brown, you're in for more. You're in for a whole lot more. Coming up, he's got... Brent Slankholm joining him in the studio today. My apologies, Brent, if I... My apologies, Brent, if I pronounce your last name wrong. My sincerest, sincerest apologies. On Wednesday, tomorrow, he's got... 
Claude Freig. Claude Freig. Hopefully I'm saying this right. Claudian Freig. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I apologize, Claude, if I'm not saying this right. I really do. And then I'm really, 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 really pumped for this one. Thursday. This Thursday. December 21st. 2023. He's got Brock Richardson back. To discuss what's happening with the neutral zone. Will it be returning in some form? Brock and Ali answer those questions. On Thursday on broadcast map. And then I think that'll pretty much do it for broadcast map for 2023. At least until Christmas. After Christmas, that is. And, of course, with that being said, it's time. It's time. It's time for the game pucks of the game. We'll get to that, but first, what's next for the Wild? Now, we know they're playing Boston tonight. That we know. But in their next five games, not including that game, who are they playing next? We'll do that courtesy of the NHL app. Download the app for yourself. Follow your favorite team all season long. Up next for up next after the Boston game, which is today on Tuesday, the 19th of December. Their next game will be Thursday, December 21st. 2023 at 8 p.m. against and at home against the Montreal Canadiens. And then it's back to playing Boston. This one Will be in the will be in Minnesota. At the same time as tonight's game at seven PM on Saturday. Jan uh no not January. We're not in January yet. December twenty-third. Right before Christmas. Right after Christmas, 
on December 27th. And this will be their third of their next five games. It's home to the Detroit Red Wings. 8 p.m. start against the Red Wings on Wednesday, December 27, 2023. Followed by... As their fourth of their next five. Fourth and fifth, I should say. Of their next five games, not including tonight's game against Boston. Because we know they're going to play Boston again, but in Minnesota. Is where that one will be when they play again. But they've got a home and home series against the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, and guess what? It's a back to back. Yeah, there's no off day in between it. And isn't this interesting? Both games. In Winnipeg on Saturday, December 30th. On December 30th, 2023, Saturday. That one's a 2 p.m. start in Winnipeg. And then on New Year's Eve, they play again at 2 p.m. Eastern. On Sunday. So how about that? You play the same team at the same time in different places and on different nights. And they're all afternoon games. 2 p.m in Winnipeg against Winnipeg and then 2 p.m. in Minnesota against Winnipeg again. How about that to close out 2023 for Minnesota? As always, I want to say to you guys that Minnesota will be playing Boston tonight. But their next five after that Boston game include Montreal, Boston, Detroit, and then back-to-back games as part of a home-and-home series against the Jets of Winnipeg. How about that to close out 2023? Speaking of closing out 2023, we're going to get to the Penguins schedule in just a second. And it's a and it's a good one of slates. It's a good one. But it before we get to that, let's not forget about game puck. 
Today, we're going to do the same thing we did with the shake of the game. So, for Minnesota, who is going to get a game puck of the game? Who is it going to be? And it is Philip Gustafson. Goaltender gave up four goals on 30 shots, made 26 saves, did not play a full 60 minutes, had a save percentage of 867. And how about Pittsburgh for this one? I'm going to go with Valtteri Pustadin. Valtteri Pustadin. Uh, no goals for Pustadin. Two assists. Two points plus one. Total ice time, as you already know, of 15 minutes and 12 seconds. Three shots on goal for Valtteri Pustadin. Uh, no penalty minutes. Again, as I said before, his total ice time is 15 minutes and 12 seconds. He had one block and no hits in this game. So there you go. Your game puck recipients for Pittsburgh, Valtteri Pustadin. For Minnesota, Philip Gustafsson. Your shake of the game recipients, player of the game recipients, I should say. Alex Nedeljkovich for the Penguins. And Kirill, and Kirill Kaprizov for, the, for Minnesota. Kirill Kaprizov. And with that being said, game pucks out of the way. The Minnesota look ahead is out of the way. Everything else we've gone through is out of the way. So now, before we say goodbye, we got to tee up. Hurricanes taking on the pens. And we're tee up Boston takes on the wild.
you know what? I want to call this an old, a good old fashioned brawl between the original six, two teams of the Pittsburgh, sorry, not Pittsburgh, the Boston women's team taking on the women's team of Minnesota. Because Boston and Minnesota are two of the original six teams in the PWHL. Speaking of which, before we get to the Penguins, look ahead. I want to take you to the Winnipeg game last night. And I want to show you. They actually might have posted it on their uh, social media here. But I want to take you. I want to take you to something very, 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 very special regarding one of the broadcasters who was stepping away from Hockey Night and Canada and Sportsnet and CBC. Take a listen to this and see if you can find out who is leaving. And I say who is leaving Hockey Night in Canada on Sportsnet and CBC. After 20 years, let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I'll wait. I'll wait. First of all, let me let you guys listen to what was said during the Winnipeg game against Montreal on Monday night. Hockey night in Canada. Money. Ringside host. Two uh, decades. Studio analyst as well as uh, the first woman ever to do color commentary on Hockey Night in Canada. He did Brilliant moments. Let's relive a few way. of those great Cassie oh, Campbell Pascal moments here on the last 20 How years of Sportsnet and Hockey Night. That's awesome. Welcome, Cassie. Well, thanks, Bob, for having me here. Truly, it is an honor to be with the legend Bob Cole on Hockey Night in Canada. But you see Mickey Kiprasov, and what a goaltender he's been. Dion Phaneuf will play tonight, despite taking a puck in the face Thursday night against Winnipeg. Well, I'm down here with arguably the funniest Leaf fan ever, Mike Myers. Now I go home, I see my daughter, I'm just happy. So. She's going to be a hockey player? Ah, we'll see. Yeah. I'll get show her some clips of you. Well, <laughs> pick someone else, but yeah. how special it is on a Monday night in the NHL to watch two generational talents go head to head. I want to get one, okay? Cassie Campbell Pascal right. representing Canada. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. I'm, 
welcome. You're such an Olympian, Cass. Wow. I'm going to give you the flag first and foremost. There we go. Thank you. Nice. Thank there you. There we go. Wow. Cassie, let's start with you. If you had your goal song, what would it be? Give me a lifetime of promises <laughs> in a world of dreams. Dun, no, dun. No, no. You know that one? No. Dun. <laughs> Can't Thank you so much. We love you. Love you guys too. Third period is coming up next. Back 20 years. 20 years. Cassie Campbell Pascal has been with Hockey Night in Canada. And this just in. This just in. Yes, I said this just in. She is leaving. Yes, leaving. Hockey night in Canada. To take on a new role in the PWHL. Speaking of that, let's bring you let's bring you up to the story here. I mean, it could be you know what? I'll bring you the story next time on another episode of Sports for Beginners. But for Penguins post game, I'll just tell you exactly where she is stepping into. So three time Canadian Olympian continues illustri- illustrious career hockey career with PWHL Toronto. And in Toronto, Ontario. December 18th, 2023. That was when the story was posted. And Cassie Campbell Pascal is the special advisor to the PWHL. The Professional Women Women's Hockey League has blustered has blustered league. And yes, Cassie Campbell Pascal. Moving on from Hockey Night in Canada to becoming the special advisor to the PWHL. And with that news, the Professional Women's Hockey League has blustered league operations with the addition of Cassie Campbell Pascal to the role of special advisor. Advisor, the three-time Olympian with Canada's national women's hockey team. Has spent nearly two decades in the broadcast in broadcast and announced her new position her new position with the PWHL during her final network appearance. On Sportsnet's Monday Night Hockey.
So, Cassie. I just got to say, congratulations on becoming the special advisor of the PWHL. And I look forward to what you have in store in that role. I also look forward to what the league has in store when they drop the puck on January 1st in 2024. All right. So with that breaking news out of the way, it was something I thought we should really bring up. Let's get to, again, courtesy of the NHL app. The look ahead for the Penguin. Down, download the app for yourself. And follow your favorite team all season long. Up next, the Penguins will meet the Hurricanes here in Pittsburgh. Will they be looking for revenge? Well, abso well absolutely they will be. I'm really hoping for a W. After what happened last time they played the Canes. And then. Double trouble. Bills post game. Christmas Eve. Penguins post game. Saturday. It's a Christmas Eve bonanza. The Ottawa Senators host the Penguins on Saturday, December 23rd. When the Los Angeles Chargers host the Buffalo Bills. And we'll have Bills postgame. Following Penguins postgame. Because the first thing we're going to do on this Double Trouble is we are going to recap Sens and Pens from Ottawa before we flip from the ice to the field and recap Chargers hosting the Bills. Then on, then on Wednesday, after Christmas, the Islanders play the Penguins coming out of the Christmas break. 
from Long Island at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, December 27, 2023. Then Saturday, December 30, 2023. The St. Louis Blues are in the Berg for their second of two meetings between the Penguins and the Blues. St. Louis will be looking to win out that series. Pittsburgh will, will be looking for the game tie in that series. The puck drops at 7 p.m. And then... Double trouble! It's time for another double header on Sports for Beginners. Beginning this time around with Bill's postgame. Bill's versus Patriots. That game at 1 p.m. on the field. From Highmark Stadium. In front of the Bills Mafia. And then the Penguins in front of Penn's Nation go to battle once again with the New York Islanders at 6 p.m. Eastern. The post game show. Most likely will come your way on January 1st or during the New Year's parties. It's New Year's Eve on Sports for Beginners, and we recap the New Year's Eve game between the Islanders. And the pen right after we do Bills and Patriots. And then the new year is here. So I guess you could say it'll be a Christmas Eve finale for 2023 and quite the programming for Bill's postgame and Penguins postgame Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We hope you'll join us. That wraps up the Penguins' next five games, including the double dose between the Islanders and the Penguins. The final game of the 2023-2024 season against the Blues 
on the Saturday before New Year's Eve, on that Sunday, and right before the first time the Islanders and the Penguins will meet, the Chargers will play the Bills. And the Senators will play the Pens. That'll do it for the look ahead. That'll do it for Penguins post game. Game 30. Of 82. And. With that being said. You know. By the by the time you listen to this. Minnesota will have played. 30 games. In their 82 game. Season. Which means they will have 52 games left to play. That currently is what the Penguins will have left to play. When they face the Carolina Hurricanes. In Carolina's. Thirty-second game of the season. Actually, I should say their thirty-third game of the season of their eighty-two game season. Going into that game and going into tonight's contest against the Golden Knights, the Penguins will be facing a team that has played 31 games in their 82-game season. So the Penguins have 52 games to go. The Wild right now have 53 games to go in the 82-game season. But let's not forget. Let's not forget. Let's not forget, Penguins fans. Even though crunch time will be coming very, very soon, If the Penguins can stay ahead of Columbus and get ahead of New Jersey, perhaps Washington and Carolina, they could be in a good spot. They really could. 
All right, time to put this show to bed. Before we do, we want to make sure that we get in the attendance record. And again, congratulations to Marcus Pedersen. 100 assists milestone. What a what a great day to do that in front of your home crowd. What a great day to do. What a great night to do it. Penguins win it four to three over the wild at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. On Fifth Avenue, in front of 18,200 fans in attendance. And now, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, enjoy your Jake Shakes, enjoy your Big Macs, whatever you may be having. We will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Go Pens! And I look forward to catching up with you again one more time before we go double trouble. Pens and Canes coming up on Thursday. Be sure to join us for Penguins post game Friday or Thursday night after the game. Pens and Canes coming up. I'm out. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners.
Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast. One song at a time.